0: HHM together with him broadcast. We're a little late today. I know you may have noticed, maybe not, because you're hanging out and getting ready to enjoy the game, I'm sure, especially those of us who are in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. Yep, I know, but my food is done. My dinner's done, and... My uh, party favors are done. Everybody's pretty much ready, which it's just my my little immediate family. But thank you for joining. We're hanging out here, and I'm Sister Anne, and I'm going to be your MC today. So just want to welcome you to another broadcast, and just want to thank the Lord for another opportunity to, to hang out with him, and to just jive with them and to talk with them and to hang out with me and others who want to join and just hang out too together with him all right yeah just glad about it now let's just go ahead and pray because this is going to be a little just a time just a, a, a word and we're going to have a little different format of what's going on with laborers for his harvest ministries this lfhhm together with him broadcast but i'll share that with you in a little bit father The name of Jesus. We just thank you for another day, another opportunity to say thank you, another opportunity to come with together with our friends and the family, and just to meditate on you just just a while. Even though we we just think about you all day, we we pray without ceasing. We we just enjoy you all the time. But here's an opportunity, God, that you've just given us, and we just lift you up on today. We just pray that you'll open our ears, open our hearts, open our minds, God, to receive your word, and most of all, allow for us to be doers of your word, too. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Well, you know, we're going to be doing something different here, just sharing a little bit something different. We are going to adjust some of our, our music flavor, just a little bit, and Kind of work on some things that the Lord has been leading uh, my heart to do, and others are, you know, on board with it. We're just going to share in a different way, but just know that really it's about the Word of God and the the meditation on His Word to think about and to glean from from His Word and to enjoy Him. That's really what it's all about. So. We're going to spend some time definitely doing that. And we're definitely going to be prayerful. And uh, we're going to invite people to come and be saved. That's really, honestly, guys, that is the whole gist of this. To be saved. Lord, I want your salvation in my life. I need you in my life. That's what we are to do as disciples. To get out there and to just... Just tell others, but then also to prepare our hearts and minds so that we can hunger and thirst after him, after his righteousness. That's what it's all about. Well, big shout outs to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be here. I don't think you'd be here either because he is the star of the show. Amen. (laughs) He's the star of my show amen now for all of you uh, youtubers we're gonna have to do something different this week so we're gonna upload where we are as far as our stream we're streaming out in some other formats right now and uh facebookers shout outs to you uh we did have a great time on in the uh, on the on the go with lh lfhhm broadcast and we had <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> You know, this this brother, he is just a wonderful brother in Christ and just on fire. And he just goes. He enjoys life. But Brother Philip Brown, he shared with us his testimony. And he is uh, just a wonderful man of God. And he just had us rolling yesterday. So we, we enjoy that. If you want to catch that, go back out there. It's out there on the profile, the Ann Moles profile on Facebook it's already out there. Um, We did send a link over from Union Rock Hill Films has it. So we were streaming to them and then we sent it over there. There's a link to it also at the LFHHM uh, uh, YouTube channel as well. So just a big, big thank you and appreciate you joining Brother Phil. And, and um, so, you know, if you want to, Come on and give your testimony. Just send, drop us a line at the lfhhm.org website, and we can definitely uh, contact you. We'll contact you and get you on, or you can share your testimony as well. Uh, To all the family and friends, all of our family and friends, uh, loved ones, saints of God, believers, those that are hanging on for Christ, we just give a big shout out to you as well. Amen. Now, we talked about doing something a little different with our music today. Now, this is uh, the month where we get an opportunity just to come together and also focus on the heritage, the African-American heritage. So, with it being Black History Month, uh, that's, you know, what they title it to be, Black History Month. Uh, I just tell people, uh, I just, I'm an African-American woman. (laughs) 12 months out of the year. But here, this gives us an opportunity to reflect just a little more and to press in. And there is a song out there called Lift Every Voice and Sing. Now, this is considered the Black National Anthem. And um, with that, that it's been an anthem. And this is something that we, we sing in our churches as well, the African-American churches of course it's part of the african-american experience uh left every voice insane it uh often it's the uh, referred to as the black national anthem in the united states here in the united states of america and it's it's a hymn written as, uh, as a poem by james weldon johnson in 1900 and set to music by his brother j Rosamond johnson uh... for the anniversary of abraham lincoln's birthday in 1905 so uh... you know what a great tribute to uh... also a great american uh... abraham lincoln but also the tribute to great americans the african-american and and the african-american experience so they left us a great legacy and i'm going to go ahead and going to play the the music to it and i'm going to sing along a little bit and if you want to sing along too go ahead and do that lift every voice and sing uh by james weldon johnson and his brother jay Rosamond johnson every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicings rise. I Vi slaughter Out from the gloomy past Till now we stand at last Where the right gleam of our bright star the first verse i know the first verse on that song and i tell you what happens is i forget the rest of it but what a great song what a great song um and we're going to be featuring wonderful songs of remembrance and and uh remembering who we are as as african-american christians as christians uh, You know, true to our God. Hallelujah. That's something that we uh, are to remember, that we are to be true to our God. And then, of course, true to our native land, uh, the great United States of America. Uh, We have our issues. Yes, we do. But we are still uh, the United States of, of America. And this is the country that God is... Gifted me to be a part of, and you know, people that come from around the world, the different countries that people belong to. I know, you know, that that's a they're happy about their places too. They're happy, Uh, they're happy about their countries, they're proud of their heritage and the lineage that God has given them in their countries. And you know, we pray for countries around the world. We should pray for one another, countries around the world. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Well, even though we know that America is a great country, we live in this country. We're blessed to be able to make money, to work, to provide for our families, Um, you know, the wars and issues that we have around the world. But right now, America is okay in that we don't have to worry about people invading our borders and I'm grateful for that those that that protect our borders I'm grateful for that and those that protect and serve us internally too the those that are on the front line and I know quite a few uh, police officers and people uh, that are in charge to you know do things and Around the country, I know quite a few of them, and they're, for the most part, good people. I mean, the ones that I know, of course, there are some bad apples out there in every walk of life. There are bad apples and issues with people everywhere in life, and we, you know, just know that. But we also know that there is work to be done. There's still, still work to be done. And there's work to be done in preparation to prepare the next generation as well. Uh, There's still work to be done. Now, if you don't have your Bible, go ahead and turn. Turn around. I know it's close by. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Amen. This is one of my favorites. Um, Of course, it's the Amplified, we're going to be reading out of the Amplified, and uh, there's a New Living Translation that I'm going to reference to today, but get your Bible, amen. And we're going to look in the Old and New Testament today, but one of the great generals of, and great leaders of, of the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, Joshua, we're going to talk about him a little bit today so we're going to turn to joshua chapter 13 verse 1 joshua chapter 13 verse 1 all right okay joshua chapter 13 verse 1 says now joshua was old and advised and advanced in years and the Lord said to him, you have grown old and advanced in years and very substantial portions of the land remain to be possessed. So just to kind of talk a little bit about where Joshua found himself. Of course, he was a leader of the Israel, Israelites, the Jewish people, the Hebrew people. Uh, Moses had passed, and of course the torch had been passed to to Joshua to lead the people. And Joshua had gotten old, and that's that's, that's just part of life, right? And God had reminded him, "Look, you know, okay, guy, you're going to be coming home pretty soon. You you're you've gotten old, but and then there's still God says that there's still substantial portions of the land." remained remaining to be possessed so with that God had given the children of Israel the promised land but they had to go possess the land they had to go take it nothing was going to be given to them it wasn't easy in that but they had to have faith to go out and do and possess what God had promised them the promised land And there was still a lot of work that needed to be done. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. In preparing the next generation for life, just life itself, because we don't know the day or the hour when God is going to return. We don't know. Yeah. But he will return. He that shall come, the word says, will come and will not tarry. Amen. So with that, Joshua uh, was aware and, you know, he had to make some make some preparations here. He had to do remind himself and also prepare the people for his transition uh, into the next world and into the next life. Absent from the body, present with the Lord, you know, in being with him. Well, that's the Old Testament. So he wasn't quite going to be in a place. He was going to go to a place called paradise. So, but in that he had to get ready and he had to prepare the people to get ready for that. So let's go, let's turn to Joshua chapter 24, Joshua chapter 24. Now Joshua, yes, we're just going to go a few books over and we're going to look at verses one through 15 first. Okay. Okay. And the word says, then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, they presented themselves before God. So here's a big meeting, right? So, uh, God was he was in charge he was leading the people the children of Israel he was leading Joshua through the process of possessing the land and and you know Joshua gathered all the people and and they presented themselves before God verse two Joshua said to all the people this is what the Lord the God of Israel says. Your friends, including Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Naor, lived beyond the Euphrates River in ancient times, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the Euphrates River and led him through all the land of Canaan and multiplied his descendants, and I gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob. And Esau and Esau I gave the hill country of Mount Seir to possess but Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt then I sent Moses and Aaron and I played Egypt by what I did in its midst and afterward I brought you out then I brought your fathers out of Egypt And you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. Then they cried out to the Lord for help. He put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did in Egypt, and you lived in the wilderness a long time. 40 years. Now this is God just running down the history of what he has done for the people, the children of Israel. Then he says in verse eight, then I brought you into the land of the Amorites who lived on the other side of the Jordan and they fought with you. And I gave them into your hand and you took possession of their land and I destroyed them before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab rose and fought against Israel and he sent and called Balaam the son of Beor to curse you but I would not listen to Balaam therefore he had to bless you so I saved you from Balak's hand you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho, and the, and the citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorite, and the Perizzite, and the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Jer- Jerzorite, and the Hevite and the Jebusite. And so I gave them into your hand. Now, he just enlisted all of the enemies. So those were all kinds of battles that the Israelites had to fight, and God gave them victory verse 12 he says I sent the hornet that is the terror of you before you which drove the two kings of the Amorites out before you but it was not by your sword or by your bow so these battles these these battles God fought these battles for them yes they had their bow yes they had their sword yes they went out you know but God did it for them Hallelujah. Verse 13, I gave you a land for which you did not labor in cities, which you did not build and you lived in them. You eat from vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Remove the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the Euphrates River and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. It is unacceptable in your sight to serve. If it is now, here's the question, and I want to say verse fifteen. So here we go with with verse up to verse fourteen god was just laying it out he says look 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 children i have brought you out uh the battles that you fought you went up against some big enemies there and you know because before it's like you know you saw yourselves as grasshopper but grasshoppers but after they died out in the wilderness those naysayers died out 40 years it took them to die out and then finally when you did have the the you know the uh, the the tenacity to come on and hang out and and fight the battles because you know who's on the Lord's side you trusted me we went out there God said look and he fought those battles and and won those battles for them now this is the history and this is something that we should hold on to as believers we have a history a heritage with God and in the spiritual sense but also in the natural sense yes as African Americans as oppressed people as people who are of different nationalities whether you're male or female we go through the pressures of life and you overcome them. God is the one that blesses. He says he run, reigns on the unjust as well as the just. He is the one that has given grace and blessing and continued favor to persevere and overcome. So where we can lift every voice and sing, you know, let earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmony of liberty. We can do that because of what God has done for us. Amen. So God is reminded, has reminded them. And and here the leader of the Israelites says, okay, we're going to look at the highlight, which is verse 15. And here. If it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Okay, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So Joshua made that great declaration that as for him and his house, he, he was going to serve the Lord, the people in his house, his heritage, his lineage, they were going to serve the Lord. He was going to lead his house to serve the Lord. Now that has to be a conscious, that should be a conscious, a conscious endeavor for all believers to serve the Lord. The gods of this world—we know what they are. We're getting ready to be inundated with all kinds of uh, capitalistic commercials and and all of that, and spend this and as um, as what they call us. Um, what do we, what do they call us? They call us where we uh, consumers. So we're going to consume. Talk to us to where we going to consume this, buy that, or whatever, and we're going to lift up uh you know people are going to lift up and cheer on a team teams right and of course that's fun it's fun it's uh but it shouldn't be it's not the way of life for a believer it's just fun good clean wholesome fun all right but in that when it comes to serving who are we going to serve and this is the challenge okay this is a challenge and when we think of all the great historical overcoming processes that we have had as americans as african americans how we've overcame and the struggles of of this land and situations and won wars and things of that nature god did it and then as a result of that who are we going to serve who are we really going to serve are we going to serve The gods of this world, are we going to serve God, Jehovah God? Well, Joshua said, look, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. All right. Let's go to Judges chapter 2, verses 6 through 13. Amen. Now. Judges, Joshua, Judges is the next book over from Joshua. So if you keep turning, you'll see Judges. And we're going to turn to chapter two and we're going to go down to verse six. Now, this is where Joshua, he dies. Okay. And it says, and when Joshua had sent the people away, the tribes of the Israelites went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. Okay, the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work of the Lord which he had done for Israel. So, right there, it's giving an historical account of how the people served the Lord while Joshua was alive, the elders that were in charge, too. Uh, and through their lifetimes, they serve the Lord and, and here there, we should look at our mortality as saints of God to pass on the heritage so that there is a continued process of serving the Lord. Yes. Uh, I, you know, the heritage that I have, my spiritual heritage, the church that I grew up in, the, the different churches or the, the people, the pastors, the missionaries, the evangelists that poured into my life, you know, some of them have gone on quite a few of them have. Okay. My, my, uh, my background and what I come from as far as my, uh, historical or, <laughs> Background as an African-American woman, you know, we we the history of people who have pressed on for the moment of time of them being here on Earth see they do pass on and there's a great transition there there has to be a transition so that we continue on as believers and when we make disciples we're to go out and make disciples by living our lives and and encouraging and and witnessing to others about the gospel of jesus christ amen so as we do that we're to do that and then those who we minister to they have children, and they minister to the children and pour into the children. But there's a generation. There are children who aren't getting saved, who think of church as being something totally different. Uh, church is not the same as what they they consider it to be. It's lax. It's, it's not. Um, when it comes to strict, there's no such. They, the strictness of what they consider strict, now there's leniency in it right so we can live in uh, you know choose what we kind of what we want to choose live the way we want to live and still be a christian well no the same gospel stands whether it was uh yesterday today or tomorrow god says he's the same yesterday today and forever so we have to encourage we should encourage our young people to to be uh, blessed in the word of god and to be a blessing to those that are coming after them to be a blessing to their children as well so in that the children of Israel went on and they outlived they out uh, Joshua came and then those that outlived Joshua they served the Lord the whole time but then then joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the lord died at the age of 110 and that's verse eight all right and then verse nine they buried him in the territory of his inheritance in tamath harris in the hill country of ephraim north of mount gash also verse 10 all the people of that generation were gathered To their fathers in death. And another generation arose after them. Catch this. Who did not know, recognize, understand the Lord. Nor even the work which he had done for Israel. Wow. Now see, I sung that song, lift every voice and sing. We get that first part, that first verse. We have it down. But then we don't sing it enough and we don't sing the entire song. Well, all right, I have to really focus to get the words going. Well, it's here we are. Here's the children of Israel that the forefathers had passed on in death. But then another generation rose after them who did not know God. Didn't know Him, didn't recognize him. Didn't even know the work that God had done for Israel. So all that big list, that large list, the Lord had, had shared and had just reminded the children of Israel at that big meeting. Well, those people, those, the generation, they didn't even know about it. So something fell in the crack, huh? The biggest part of, of life was to pass on that generational heritage. It just did not happen. Or it wasn't received. Mm, Something happened. And there's the break right there. The world shouldn't be so much of an influence to our children. To where they won't receive the word of God. Yeah. And we have to pray, pray, pray. I mean with dire urgency. And dire sincerity to press into God. Because look. Without him, he's the one that does speak to the heart. Amen. He speaks to that heart. And we want our children to say, well, they didn't even know the work that that God had done for Israel. Let's look at verse 11. Now, they didn't know the work that God had done for Israel. They didn't know. They didn't hold on to the word of God and the salvation that God had provided for them. Was providing for them in their way of life, the generation just just didn't didn't hold on to it. Verse eleven. Then the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord and worshipped and served the baals. That's the other gods, guys. That's the other gods, mm-hmm. false gods. Verse ten. Verse twelve. And they abandoned the Lord. The God of their fathers who brought them out of the land of Egypt. They followed other gods from the gods of the people who were around them. Mm. And they bowed down to them and offended and provoked the Lord to anger. Now here's a key. They they followed other gods from the gods of the peoples who were around them. You know, back in the day, they the saints was really saying, "Come, come from among them, come away from among them," and that's one of the reasons why we have such a strong lifestyle, even in the church. The heritage of the church, we gave our time to the church. We were in church, seemed like every day of the week. And you know, some folks they don't think of it as being a great thing, but I thank God. For every, every moment, every time someone made me go to church, I thank God for it. Where we had to go to church, where we drug ourselves to church. Because what happens is it looked like here that people were drawn away because of the other people that were around them, the area that where they live. Well, it's the same thing. Now, if I'm around worldly people all the time, growing up, I'm influenced by the world. I'm going through, uh, you know, the situations of life and it's all about what's going on in the world and I'm not being influenced on a consistent basis. You know, God has a great positive message for us. He has life eternal for us. He has a great, clean, holy, godly life for us. We don't have to worry about, uh, sin, sickness, diseases. Uh, perverseness. We don't have to worry about any of those things because we follow the word of God. A lot of sin, that's what brings on illness and sickness and disappointment because of sin. And when we yield to God, he just takes away. Uh, he keeps us. That's what he's our shield. Oh, come on. Thank you, Jesus. He's our buckler. He's our shield. He holds us. He keeps us. He holds us in the palm of his hand where no man can pluck us out of his hand. But that's because we we make the choice to be around other saints. We make the choice to be around other Christians. Um, like-minded people. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want to hang around people that are tossing to and fro i mean I, I have enough people that i love around me that do that where i have to pray for them and we we just together we just pray and just go in to, to pray for our families that's what i do but as a personal friend and someone i they don't want to be my friend for long because all i talk about is jesus in the morning jesus in the noonday, and jesus when the sun goes down he is my world he he should be our world in a in a great way. He gives us wisdom. He gives us understanding. Hallelujah. Life in a great way. All right. They provoked the Lord to anger. They turned away and and was hanging with the wrong crowd and they started bowing down and and to the bales of the gods of um, other gods. Hallelujah. And that's little G, not not all false gods. <laughs> There's only one God. Hallelujah. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God is on, is one. Hallelujah. Verse 13. So they abandoned the Lord and served Baal, the pagan God of the Canaanites and the Ashtaroth. All right. So that's what they did. Hmm. So we see how they fell in to sin, into temptation. And, you know, we think about, well, whose fault was it? You know, there's some something to be said about that. Well, why don't I know all of my heritage and embrace it to where I can sing it fluently? Uh, I know enough to where I I stay together as a as an African American woman. I know enough to say, hey, I know some of my heritage, but you know, why not? Well, maybe because it wasn't all fashionable. You know, back in the day when we were talking about Black Power and wearing dashikis. And uh, big afros, big naturals, yeah, that was uh, more popular to do that, and people embraced the culture. And we kind of fell off from that, making people, holding people accountable, talking, having having roundtables, and talking to one another about different issues, and keeping it in the folks' forefront of mind to to hear and to know what's right, and it's not okay to treat people wrong and some people wrong and treat some people right it's just not okay right so we did have a a level of accountability in the past and even now I would challenge us to continue or to have a better level a stronger level of accountability personal accountability and then who uh, those who are around us where we can influence them in a positive way so that they are not falling through the cracks so i don't want to be a carnal christian that's another thing that happens we get to be carnal oh this is a new new church this is a new way of doing things no there's no new way god's way is good it is good it's holy it's clean it's wholesome it's happy it's joy it's safety security to know it's it's a wonderful life let's turn to let's go ahead. And we're going to turn to, uh, let's go to Matthew. And this is where Jesus, uh, talks about the laborers, send out laborers into his harvest. All right. And then we're going to wrap this up. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So Matthew chapter nine, verses 35 through 38. Matthew's the first book of the new Testament. All right, so let's look at uh, what does Jesus say about continuing in the work of the Lord? Now, here's the thing. We just talked about what's what happened. So it sounds like that there's still work to be done. There was work that needed to be done. Where were the pastors and preachers and teachers um, in school and Sunday school and all of that? Where were they to where there was a whole generation that was lost? Uh, where were they? To where uh, they were encouraged? They they weren't encouraged to come away from among them. Where were those those voices? Well, it it's the harvest. It's the laborers for the harvest. Let's look at Matthew chapter nine, verses thirty five through thirty eight. Verse thirty five. Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages in Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news, gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. His words and his works reflecting his messiahship. Verse 36. When he saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion and pity for them, because they were dispirited and distressed, like sheep without a shepherd. Verse 37. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Now verse 38 in the new living translation says, and it explains the need for workers. It says, so pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest, ask him to send more workers into the fields. Okay. So Jesus had the solution. He told the solution that there needs to be workers in the harvest. How do you get people? To work, well, who are they? Where are they? You ask God, you pray, you pray and ask the Lord of the harvest, those that are in charge, he, God who is in charge of the harvest. Hallelujah! He's in charge of drawing the hearts and the minds of people to come unto Him, all that are laboring, of heavy laden and promises and encourages them to, that He will give them rest. Hallelujah. He's the one that explains his yoke, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He's the one that does that. So we pray to God and that what we ask him to do is send more workers into his fields. So what happened to the children of Israel to where there was a whole generation that did not know God or even the works that he had done for them. That sounds so familiar. Sounds so familiar. We as a people, hallelujah, believers in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I've asked the question, who is getting saved? Who's getting saved? Mm, Give a shout out. Send a testimony. Who's getting saved? Now we have testimonies from people who are saved been saved a long time. Yeah, but who's actually getting saved? The new believer, a year old, been saved for a year, been saved six months. You know, got saved during the pandemic. Where are those voices? Hallelujah. But this is what we are to do as believers. Hallelujah. Ask God to send more workers into his fields. All right, Matthew chapter 20, verses one through seven, labors in the vineyard. This is Jesus explaining the labors in the vineyard and what this, what it's about. So he kind of, he gives parables and he's explaining it and breaking it down to where the people can understand it. For the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of an estate who went out in the morning at dawn to hire workmen for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour, 9 a.m., and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. All right, so here is where the uh, person went out. And he's like, oh, look, I'm the owner of this state. He went out in the morning of the dawn to hire workmen. Huh? Now here, as believers, we are uh, we volunteer, but uh, denarius there he, there's no pay in that. There that was about a penny. Okay, there was no real pay in 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 this story. Okay, because really the real payment is at the end. The harvest is really those souls being saved. Salvation is the payment. <laughs> huh? That God has saved us. Let's look on verse four and he said to them you also go into the vineyard and i will pay you whatever is right and appropriate wage and they went he went out about the sixth hour noon and the ninth hour 3 pm and did the same thing and about the 11th hour 5 pm he went out and found others standing around and he said to them Why have you been standing here idle all day? Now, as believers, guys, to be standing idle all day, if I'm saved, okay, praise God that I'm saved. Yeah, but we're to be fruitful and multiply. Yes, he told Adam that replenish the earth, but then multiply even into the seed that he gives us minister, at least to our families, hallelujah, our children. Yeah, so he went and he says, look, you guys been standing around idle all day. This was part of the story. We shouldn't be relating to this. Because if we find ourselves idle, then that means we're not about our father's business. Hallelujah. You know, this word touches home so much. It keeps me rejuvenated. It keeps me going on fire. Hallelujah. To know that, hey, God, am I doing what I need to do? Am I taking the time? Am I just taking up space and just eating up your time? Or am I doing the best that I can with this time? The best that I can giving it back to you by spreading the gospel, telling others. "Uh, You've been standing here all day. They answered him because no one hired us. He told them, you go into the vineyard also. Yeah, you go into the vineyard also hallelujah we're to go into the vineyard thank you jesus praise god well the attribute that the lord has impressed upon my heart to share is that god is immutable he never changes he never changes So any new Christianity you think is out there, mm, nope, doesn't measure up, guys, doesn't measure up. Now, you know, saints of God might have been strict back in the day, but I thank God for that strict, you know, because even in that, that kept me from getting messed up, still out there, still struggling, but for God's grace and mercy. Yes. I just thank God. I love him so much. Hallelujah. How about you? How about you? Well, we are going... I'm just going to do a little uh, a little praise here. I'm going to do a little praise. And uh, we're going to share a little bit of this praise here. And I'm going to sh- send this over here. And let's look. This is... This praise is... Uh, Elder Michael Jacobs testimony and crazy praise break with Mark Moore and spirit and truth. So this is what they're talking about. This man of God, he just, he just let, let loose, just let God have his way in the praise. Let's, let's praise the Lord. Was made for praising. We put this in here to give God the glory. This is who we are. This is who we are. this is who i am the man said the brother said this is who i am praise is who i am hallelujah he said that praise is what i do Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna praise him while i have a chance who i am i'm a praiser (laughs) i praise the lord because he's worthy thank you jesus yeah we'll get that um and get that thing right we gotta get it right guys and i am working on it too i love god's word it blesses me what i get is like look where, where am i falling short where can i come up where can i do where can i do uh improvements where can i do a little bit better where is it that i need to to work on and fix a little bit yeah that's what i do i do that and there's no shame in it yeah, because we're not walking around perfect. Even the bodybuilder works on his physique. She works on her physique. Yeah, the bodybuilder does that. It just doesn't show up in a day, but we work on it because he's worthy. Yes, he is. If you do not know the Lord and his goodness, you know, the the, the thing about all of this I'm not gonna get bent out of shape about anybody's music. Not even my own. I'm not gonna get bent he said, make a joyful noise. If I have to sing this thing myself, I will do it. There's some things coming down the pike. We're gonna do something a little different with this. Yeah. We we thank God for all of the hip hoppers, the music, the Christian uh people that go out and share their their uh genre and in express expression of of praise with the world, we thank God for them, Amen. But you know that brother, they were in a place. They was building the building the platform. Yeah, had the covid covid mask on. Everyone was giving God the glory. I can't wait. I can't wait till I get a chance to get there and do that. Well, they have something to praise. Uh, a reason to praise. It's not just uh, just for a game, right? So, the game and then it's over. Yeah, but this is a lifestyle forever. God's relationship is a forever lifestyle. Yes, it is. And if you need to know God, if you want him to be your Lord and Savior, you're ready to turn around, turn away from sin, turn away from the crowd, turn away from the people that are not living according to the word of God and get get to know him for yourself amen pray this prayer dear God in heaven I come to you in the name of Jesus I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner And I am sorry for my sins And the life that I have lived I need your forgiveness Please forgive me for my sins I repent and turn away from sin And I turn to you I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins, and I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent. And turn away from sin. And I turn to you. Amen. Oh, I cut uh, that short a little bit, didn't I? Turn away from sin and turn to the Lord. That prayer is out there on the YouTube channel. So if you want to share that prayer with someone that needs to be saved. Go ahead and share that prayer with them. And if you are uh, needing to get more clarity, you know, we, when you're a newborn babe in Christ or when you're new to something you want to learn, there's a pamphlet out there on the uh, LFHHM website, www.lfhhm.org. And if you'll go out there, you'll go to the uh, to the um, information the resources discipleship resources tab and you'll click there and you'll see that pamphlet and that pamphlet will explain uh, your relationship with the Lord and uh, the expectation of uh, next steps you know him being with you and what you can expect uh, to have in relation to being with your God hallelujah hallelujah well, just be blessed. If you want to volunteer, go out there to the lfhhm.org website and there's a link out there where you can contact us and there's some volunteer opportunities too. and you can just contact us and just let us know what you like to do. And we will um, we we'll, you know get in touch with you and we'll, we'll just work it out, see what it is that you like to do and we'll uh, hang out and, and get that done. Here's the thing. Here's an opportunity to be about your father's business yeah not to stand around idle (laughs) no more standing around idle nope there's so much work to be done and god has given us strength he's given us resources to do that and we're inviting you to share in that all right well be blessed on today be blessed have a blessed week and keep us in your prayers and if you need prayer too, contact us we'll Pray for you as well. Just be blessed and be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with Him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, one church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.